This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. By the way, we were talking about um, Cowboys Dolphins. I think off the air, maybe on air. No, yeah, we talked air. about this before. Like, what a cool Super Bowl that would look like. I didn't realize that's the Christmas Eve game at four thirty. Cowboys Dolphins in Miami. Really? Yeah. I didn't know they were playing this year. Well, it they're, they're playing the AFC East. I didn't. I don't remember where that game fell. I didn't realize that was the Christmas Eve oh, game. Man. Huh. I'll be under the tree, Jerry, drinking from the where the tree stump goes and then watching the Cowboys-Dolphins game. No, you won't. Getting myself some maple water <laughs> from right under the tree. You're such a dope. Sucking on the sap. So I guess Aaron Rodgers is playing, Jerry. I saw no, practicing. Aaron, he's, not, no, he's not. They opened playing. up the practice window, so 21 days he's got to practice, and then he's. They have to make a decision <laughs> if they're going to activate him or shut him down for the rest of the year. Is that end. how this works? But I do like Aaron Rodgers' practice yesterday. Hmm, not really. I mean, he was out there. He had a red shirt on, and he threw the ball. You know what it was? He had a helmet on. He had a catch. He did yes. have a yes, he did. Now, I shouldn't even say he had a catch. He had a throw because he didn't even catch the ball. He had someone catching for him. Which I do like. I, I don't like when I see on the sidelines like a quarterback warming up, catching his own ball back. Like you could jam a finger oh my easily. God, will you stop? Why would you do that? Then all right. Then how about we hook them on the, the the camera wire too, and then just bring them to the huddle so they don't trip and fall and hurt themselves on the way out there. That could be helpful. I mean, stop it. Well, yeah, <laughs> come on. That could be very helpful. Catch. So yeah. So I was trying. It was so. It was kind of confusing in the beginning because I was like, okay, I never heard the phrase. That they open a 21 day practice. Window. Become very popular. I don't know if the rules change. I'm not yeah. sure. Boomer can answer that. Uh, but that's become a very popular thing the last couple of years. So that means that they would have to practice for 21 days before they could play? Is that um, how that works? No, I think you can activate them at any point. You have 21 days to decide if he's the way I understand okay. it. Okay. Is you've got 21 days where he can go out there and practice. And. If at that point you're good, you can activate him. And if he's not good, I think you have to shut him down for the year. Okay, but you could activate him if you wanted to. I think he could play Sunday. Days. I'm, I'm pretty sure, yeah. I think so. It's like 90-day fiancé. Matter you... of fact, I, I do think you can because I think yeah. Jalen Ramsey of the Dolphins came back before the 21 days were up. So, go ahead, 90-day fiancé. It's like 90-day fiancé. When you bring your fiancé into America, you have 90 days to get married. Now, you could get married within 30 days. Very similar here to Aaron But the Rogers limit is situation. 90. By 90, you got to get out of the country if you're not married. I mean, you can still get married, but the show's over. The show's over, right. yeah. yeah. The 90-day fiancé part is yeah. over. Uh, yeah, and Rob Sala even said that is is not really getting him ready to play as much as it's just a part of his rehab. Yeah. This, to me, was such a whole whole nothing. Yeah. Like, it, great, nice, wonderful, but like back page of the paper, like why? They're like, now he can throw to real players and not just staff members of the Jets. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Would it be cool to just be a staff member of the Jets catching passes from Aaron Rodgers? Yes. That was probably really cool. You know who gets the biggest thrill is Rob Sala's son. Yes, like something like that. Mm-hmm. And they've talked about that. Yeah. And when hard, well, not hard knocks. Was it hard knocks? Yeah, hard yeah, knocks. hard knocks over the summer. Yeah. You know, like I work in the Jets cafeteria. Maybe I want to catch some passes from Aaron Rodgers. You think one Jets drive 
gets a big uptick in viewership this week. Yes, I do. I do too. Because that footage, you know, that's going to be an hour worth of Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball. Yeah. Alan Lazard was asked about, you know, him being back on the practice field. And he's like, science doesn't lie. And then, like, pause, and the reporter's like, you don't even seem surprised. He goes, no. He goes, because Aaron's stubborn. <laughs> he's basically, this fits. Yeah. Like, you tell him he can't do something, he's going to do it. No, he's going to try. Now, he got benched last week, that Alan Lazard. I guess. Yeah, well, he stinks. I guess he's going to be ready to go this week. He'll be ready when uh, when Aaron Rodgers is back. He'll be ready to rock. Well, he said, actually, that he wanted to be on the field for Tim Boyle, because I guess he's had experience with Tim Boyle in their Packers days. Yeah, well, you know what would have helped to do that? Catch the ball. He's had that problem this year. What's funny is, is he said something like, I really wanted to be out there to be a security blanket for Tim. Well, he can't trust you to catch the ball. No. That's why you're not out there. No, you can't. I agree. He stinks. Uh, he has not been great. I'll say that. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a great story, and I hope it comes to... And you're saving it till now? Well, it's a short story, Jerry. Oh. I hope it comes to fruition this Sunday, which is that Joe Flacco is on the Cleveland Browns now. Elevated because of the injuries. Yeah, elevated because of the injuries. He's now the number two quarterback. And the current number one quarterback, uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, is not yet cleared from concussion protocol. Well, I thought, isn't P.J. Walker the starter this week? No, I think they're saying, uh, no, that right now the... The they have this Dorian Robin Dorian right. Thompson Robinson and the number two is Joe Flacco. Really? Yeah. I guess the other dude's hurt too. And then if he doesn't clear concussion protocol, Joe Flacco's starting this week. Wow. Oh, that'd be awesome. No, yes. What would be terrible is if he goes out there and plays well. Yeah. And then the Jet fan can be angrier <laughs> again that they didn't bring back a guy who knew the team and why did we get rid of Joe Flacco? Yeah. It was funny that? too hearing uh, people clamoring for Zach Wilson. To come back? Yeah. That actually was a thing. Tim Boyle's worse. At least Zach can throw the ball down the field and Zach can run around. I'm very confused by that story you just brought us because the Browns website, Uh ESPN's website, they still have P.J. Walker ahead of Joe Flacco on the depth chart. And they don't have him as injured. I thought he was injured. Let me Google If he is, these aren't updated. That's all I'm saying. So I, I don't know. Um, PJ Walker here. Let's see. I'm trying to take. Yeah, note C- of I'm looking at CBS Sports, Jerry, from 14 hours ago. The headline: Browns PJ Walker behind Flacco on depth chart. Wow. So I wonder how that happened. Yeah. All right. I mean, Joe Flacco, his energy, Jerry. I think that when the, oh my the, god the energy he brought <laughs> to just, the team, they were like, we got to make this guy a number two. Absolutely, just zaps you of all energy. He was bringing strong energy. All right. So thi- this is what I don't get. The un- the unofficial depth chart that the Browns released yesterday yesterday has Walker ahead of Flacco. Man, they're playing games, Jerry. So I don't I don't know I I, I don't know. Yeah, and it still has Flacco on the practice squad. Uh, okay, I guess you really have to wait till Sunday. Oh man, Jerry, so it might an- happen. The anticipation of NFL Red Zone four thirteen. What do they say? Seven hours. Seven hours of lying to you with commercial free football. Commercial free football with Joe. We'll be checking in on Joe Flacco when he gets into the Red you Zone. You know why they won't? It's gonna be a six three game. Yeah, 
there won't be much red zone. It is funny those playing? games when you when you don't get they're playing the Rams. It's funny when you get those games that were, where they'll they go to it on red zone. You're like, oh, I forgot this game was even on. Yeah, because they don't go to it for like 30 minutes because yeah. nothing's happening. How many times that's happened with you watching the red zone with the Jets and Giants playing? <laughs> yes, all the time. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I do love the best of red zone is that four o'clock window. If you have like two good games, and yes, then I one, agree. And then one scrub game, I like, would agree. It is so great. You never miss any plays in any of the games because well, they just. Let me ask you this though: like this week, I think red zone's dead at four o'clock because you've got the Niners and Eagles playing. Right? Are you really interested in the? Pan- I'm not even going to say who they're playing. The Panthers? No. Okay, they're playing the Buccaneers. Not interested. Oh my gosh. Uh, the other four o'clock game is the Browns and and Rams. Yeah. No. So you're pretty much saying, hey, Scott Hansen, have a good take the rest of the day off. Yeah. You know how everyone always asks Scott Hansen. Does he get to go to the bathroom during red zone? You can this week. This week you can. Because we're not watching. We'll just put the Niners and Eagles up as long as you can. You no, know I don't like at the end of red zone when Scott Hansen will be like, uh, you know, uh, we've got these uh, only two remaining games. When there's one remaining game, we have to sign off. Mm-hmm. Correct. Unless you're an international viewer. Right. They get it because they don't have the local channels, I guess. Man. So Scott Hansen has to stay on or do they? you think they just keep the the last game I, remaining on. I don't know. If I was them, I'd let him go home, and I'd just leave the last remaining game on. That's what I would do. Mm, but then it's not commercial-free. I would make Scott Hansen stay and cover the commercials. Like, he'll just have to tell you about, like, stats during the day. I, I guess. By the way, real quick, just because we're talking about, like, TV stuff. Yeah. Did you see the NASCAR deal? No. New media rights and streaming rights, they just signed a 7.7 billion dollar deal. Who's carrying it? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't read through the whole thing. I pulled an owl. I took the I read the first couple of paragraphs. Their last media deal was for 1.1 billion. This new media deal is 7.7 billion dollars. There are parts of the country wow. when I was working sports radio in Tampa, stations like rock stations would go to NASCAR. They would Yeah fight to get the rights to the NASCAR races on the radio. Yeah, it's a big deal. And most, not here, but in the rest of the country it is. got to take a quick break. We come back, we'll get you to Boomer and Geo. Right now in Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on Nebraska football. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Right, we got about, about a minute or so left, and then Boomer and Gio will be here. What else, Al? Jerry, we were talking about the Cowboys-Seahawks game tonight. Yeah. That game in Dallas, Cowboys uh, nine-point favorites. I just found out that the Seahawks are wearing their 1980s throwback. So. You still won't stay up and watch it. I won't stay up and watch it, but I think that evens the game out. No longer oh, okay. nine-point favorites. What I are think- the Cowboys wearing? <laughs> Uh, I can never tell when the Cowboys are in their throwback uniform. They well, they have white helmets with a blue star. Oh, they don't the have silver. those. They're, they're, they're not the, wearing those. No, they're the, they're the regular, the traditional. Uh, yeah, traditional. Okay. The, the white, uh, the, wearing mm-hmm. the white at home with the gray pants. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, there are certain teams, Jerry, where the throwbacks you can't tell. Cowboys are one of them. I feel like the Giants you can't really tell. I do, and they're wearing theirs this week against the Packers. The okay. things with the Giants. I only across. know when you usually tell me. Yeah. Then it's something to look for. Or when the helmets locked, are different. Because I'm locked in on that stuff, Jerry. Uh, yes. That's all I care I about. I try to watch the football. You watch the men in the uniforms. <laughs> and I will be watching the highlights when I get in tomorrow. I, well, I hope so. Oh. It's Cowboys Seahawks, you I, fraud fan. I hope Steve Larkin. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.